Well, ethics in AI is a big topic. I mean, it is many, many kind of key issues. And the important thing about our institute is it's based on doing some serious analysis and philosophical work around you know, what are the objects we need to understand? What do we mean by the terms we use when we say AI should be fair or transparent? You know, how do we establish how certain we are about how these systems work? How explainable should be, they be? So I'm, I'm starting to begin to enumerate there some of the research agenda. I mean, transparency is a very good example. There's a general feeling in many of the AI codes you see generated from companies and um, uh, countries and multilateral organizations. In a way, the AI ethics has been another renaissance of interest, a little bit like open data was a decade ago. This idea of what we need to do to make sure that the AI, the huge power of AI is used to empower us and not oppress us, you know, worries uh, about those sorts of ethical and moral issues. So transparency is very much around, well, there's the question, of course, what data has been used you know, to inform the models and do I have any control of that or can we understand where it's going or is it being super concentrated in some form between a very few platforms? But transparency also relates to the models that AI uses. So uh, famously, the modern deep learning um, neural networks can be very hard to scrutinize. You know, they're often described as black boxes. You know, how do you understand uh, how the systems come to its conclusion? Do you look at this kind of massive set of connections and weights inside the actual model? Well, that isn't terribly revealing. So there's a whole um, effort to kind of make these systems more scrutable, more transparent. And that's an ongoing piece of work that's and on why we need to do that and how we need to do that and the standards to which that should be held is a very interesting conversation between the science technologists uh, and engineers on the one hand and the uh, legislators, uh, lawyers, uh, professors of ethics, uh, moral codes, the whole rich range of the interface between science, engineering, social science, and humanities, really, because these things at the end of the day express our values, what we think are important to seek to preserve uh, in the societies we build. AI is everywhere. It's a totally pervasive technology. It's, <laughs> it literally has become a new utility. We don't recognize it that way, but the supercomputers we carry around in our pockets, our mobile phones, are running all sorts of AI-inspired and directly AI-implemented algorithms to you know, uh, recognize your voice or recognize a photo uh, of a face in a uh, photo you've just taken and label it or when it's reaching back into the cloud services to decide what to recommend to you or how to route you efficiently to your next meeting. These things are all running. Sometimes there's quite a lot of smoke and mirrors in this conversation, one has to say. And, uh, and I think the challenge for us is it's both everywhere and it's kind of receding into the background and people are not necessarily aware. And in the same way that how many of us understand just how the electricity grid works and how all of that remarkable engineering delivers us a completely seamless experience when we <laughs> plug in the devices in our home. There is a duty, though, for us to explain fundamentally what the, uh, what the basic principles are and what the issues are from the point of view of safety of fairness, of equity, availability of access. These, are, these, these have a moral dimension to them. And I think it is important that we explain just 
A, how ubiquitous this stuff is, and something about the principles on which it's working. We don't have to, we can't explain in detail much of the underpinning mathematical theory, but you can really take people a long way to appreciate what it is that's challenging about that. So in a rule, in, a, in earlier uh, techniques, many of which are still used in AI, rule-based reasoning, structured object representations, there's a much more intuitive uh, understanding of what's going on because those systems are built using symbols that we recognize. Uh, the new methods are literally what we describe as sub-symbolic. They're kind of breaking up patterns and looking for underlying correlations in ways that are really very different and they can be hard to appreciate, but I think we can explain the general precepts and why that presents challenges, whether it's in transparency and explanation, whether it's in accountability, whether it's in safety, because we're now becoming aware that these very complex deep learning models that work out how to drive a car or recognize a stoplight, they can be subverted, they can be fooled. And we need to understand what the parameters on that are and how we can uh, take care that that shouldn't happen.